Let's say you're a military spouse, completely new to military life or new to EFMP. How do you even begin to navigate and find support through all the changes of military life? We're going to talk about that and much more in this podcast for families enrolled in EFMP. I'm Jen Wong, and today we're talking about family and community life. Hi, and welcome to the EFMP and Me podcast series brought to you by the Office of Special Needs and Military OneSource. I'm Jen Wong, Program Analyst with the Office of Special Needs and your host for today's episode. This podcast series highlights a variety of topics that can be further explored by visiting EFMP and Me on Military OneSource. EFMP and Me is a digital tool that provides valuable topics, resources, and checklists related to the Exceptional Family Member Program. And this is available to service members, families, service providers, and leaders 24-7. In today's episode, we will be talking about family and community life in the military, and knowing the available resources to tackle and overcome challenges, and find ways to live your best mill life. I'm so excited to welcome Erica Sladen to today's discussion. Thank you for joining us, Erica, and could you tell us a little more about yourself? Absolutely, Jen. First of all, thank you so much for inviting me to this podcast. As you mentioned, my name is Erica Slayton, and I am the director for Military Community Support Programs, which is an office within military community and family policy. I have the pleasure of managing and overseeing three centralized quality of life programs, many of which we're going to talk about today. The first is the Military and Family Life Counseling Program that provides more than 2,500 licensed counselors and locations worldwide. The second is the Spouse Education and Career Opportunities Program, which is a virtual career center that helps military spouses achieve their career and education goals. And then lastly is Military OneSource, which is the Department of Defense's flagship program that provides comprehensive information and assistance to our military community 24-7. I am also the spouse of a retired Marine, so I have firsthand experience with military life and just so happy and blessed to be in a professional role to lead these programs that supported me as a military spouse. That's wonderful. And thanks again, Erica, for joining us. It's great to have you here. Today, we're going to discuss, in a broad sense, some stages of military family life joining the military community, challenges along the way, and separating from the military lifestyle and moving into the civilian lifestyle. And along the way, we'll discuss scenarios and resources that may be of particular interest, especially to military families with special needs. So Erica, how about you? Could you tell me a a little bit about your start as a military spouse? Oh, Jen. (laughs) I sure can. I'm going to tell you, boy, I'm surprised I made it, Jen. (laughs) And and it's not just, you know, being a military spouse, but... I will share that right after boot camp, I got married and had twins to boot. Okay. Oh, wow. It was, I don't know how I survived. And so throw on (laughs) military life and oh my goodness, you know, just, it was a whole new world for me. I had no idea what to expect and trying to navigate life as a military spouse and then understanding the military with all the acronyms and all Mm -hmm. the benefits that are available. And then now we're going to move. It was, it was a little bit overwhelming. And then again, having children, twins to boot, learning how to be a mom, learning how to cook. Okay. Look, no judgment. Okay, Jim, but (laughs) I'm going to tell you my first, the first quote unquote meal that I cooked for the family. 
point, I put some chicken and water with salt and voila, you know, that emboldened and it was like, hey, yeah, bon appetit, you know. So learn. Oh. <laughs> it was, it, it was, it was, a, it was a disaster. But I say all that to say everything was new for me, um, mm-hmm. trying to navigate everything. And by the way, I wasn't living on an installation. So I felt like I was living on my own because I really didn't know anyone. I was miles away mm-hmm. from home. So it definitely started out as a bit of a challenge for me. But you made it though. <laughs> I did. I'm still here. I'm still here. <laughs> you made it. And you know what? I'm sure your story sounds relatable to so many military spouses listening. And you mentioned the newness of it all and the learning curve. And for military families with special needs, there may even be another layer of newness and learning too. So whether it's a medical need or an educational need, like you mentioned, sometimes there's new lingo to learn and you may not know about the available resources. There could even be a sense of isolation in it all, sort of what you experienced living off the installation. And so it's really important to build your support system because we know it's so much easier not to navigate these things alone, right? Mm-hmm, absolutely. If if you could go back in time now, now knowing what you know now, aside from cooking the chicken differently, which I'm sure you must be a great cook now. <laughs> what, would <you> do? <laughs> what would you do differently, Erica? Oh, boy. You know, uh, you know, that saying, if I knew then what I know now, I'd be a rich mm-hmm. woman. I, I would I would be a rich woman, maybe. But, uh, you know, I one of the things that I wish I would have done was to really find out all of the resources that are available to me, just as much as mm-hmm. I could. And then not only obviously keep that to myself, but share it with other new military families, because there's just so much out there. Um, and, uh, and I'll talk specifically about Military One Source. That is, you know, that program, Military One Source, yeah, it started you know, more than 15 years ago. Um, and so it is so much more robust now just because the program continues to evolve mm-hmm. to meet the needs of our military community. So as a military spouse, there's so much that... Um, that I could have taken advantage of then, but certainly now for military spouses. So one, you know, there's so many specialty consultations that are available to military spouses. And the first one I'll start off with is peer support. And peer support is an opportunity for a military spouse to connect with another military spouse through Military One Source to just talk about the stresses and challenges of military life, like deployments and frequent relocations. And so, you know, gosh, being able to talk to someone who's been there and done that Mm -hmm. is huge. Um, And then second, there is a a specialty consultation that we offer through Military One Source specifically for new military parents. And it's for expected parents and parents of children of up to age five. Now, our consultants can help military parents with a range of topics, whether it's, you know, potty training to sleep issues. And boy, I, mm-hmm. I didn't sleep for, I feel like I didn't sleep for like two, three years there. <laughs> <laughs> but then also finding time for your own self-care. Um, there's also 
a spouse toolkit that's available through our Building Healthy Relationships consultations, and that includes a range of topics. And one of the topics that's included in that toolkit is information about military culture and Mm. secondly, building relationships in the military community. Um, And then the last thing I'll just share is, you know, employment and education assistance is available through Military One Source as well. And the Spouse Education and Career Opportunities Program is actually the number one reason why people contact Military One Source. I would have taken advantage of, you know, a $4,000 non-competitive scholarship uh, called our My Career Advancement Account Scholarship for eligible military spouses to help me pursue, you know, a licensed associate's degree, um, you know, continuing education credits. There's so much that I would have taken advantage of of then and especially as a military spouse now, you know, there is, you know, there's one tip I often give spouses um, and I give presentations like last year, I had 50 plus presentations just talking about um, military one source and a variety of the, the resources that we offer through military community and family policy. But one thing that I always say is like, you can use Military One Source to outsource your to-do list. I mean, you really can. Um, there's so much that Military One Source can assist you with. So, do you need support around childcare? Hey, we you know we have someone who can support uh, finding some resources around childcare, resume writing. Maybe you need a, to brush up on your interview skills. You can also use a lot of resources and tools that are available through the Military One Source website, like Plan My Move and Military Installations and Plan My Deployment, like all those checklists that are available to help support military spouses. And then lastly, I would be remiss if I did not talk about male life learning that's available through Military One Source. There are tons of e-learning videos and training on the Exceptional Family Member Program info. There's MILFAM 101 for new military families. There's finances, or actually a module on finances. And boy, my goodness, I will tell you, as a new military family, it's so important to make wise spending choices. So mm-hmm. especially, again, I, I mentioned the twins, right? So, <laughs> so important um, to, to take advantage of these training opportunities. Even there's Relocation 101, and there's the Morale, Welfare, and Recreation, or MWR module that's all there to support military families. So there's no reason not to learn about these resources because they are all available for free through Military One Source. Right, right, Erica. And, you know, I love those mill life learning courses. Um, I can go on there and learn more at my own pace. Mm-hmm. You know, if something comes up, I just pause the course. I'm mm-hmm. logged in. I can go back to it another time and finish up. There's yeah. just so much amazing information available through Military One Source. Like you said, 24-7 on the website, but also by phone or chat Mm -hmm. um, or online. I know for families with special needs, Military One Source has EFMP rock specialty consultants. Mm -hmm. You mentioned those consultants earlier. We call them EFMP rock. Uh, Rock stands for resources, options, and consultations. And it's because they do just that. They are available 24-7 and they connect you to resources, help you identify the options that are available and provide those one-on-one consultations. And what I really love is they can even do three-way phone calls. So they will often do a three-way phone call with TRICARE or the EFMP family support provider who's at the installation. And then you have this whole team who's helping you out Mm -hmm. and everyone's all on the same page 
just there to support you. Mm -hmm. You know, um, all on the same page, there to support you. How powerful is it to have a team Mm -hmm. of people in your corner? And, you know, one thing about Military One Source is that Military One Source augments the support that's available through the military services. So, you know, certainly, um, you know, EFMP, ROC, consultants are there, but, you know, there, there really is a team there to support military families through any military life situation. So yeah, absolutely. It is a team approach. We want to make sure that we're supporting our military community on all fronts. Exactly. And you know, that team, it includes everyone on the installation as well. So families can go and drop by the Military and Family Support Center. And there's so much to learn there about programs, resources, events, even employment opportunities in your local area. There's so much at the center. There are programs where you can meet with other spouses and workshops or luncheons or other activities. And Definitely don't discount the events that are also being held virtually, too. Those are so convenient. Um, Stay in your pajamas, log in. (laughs) (laughs) And if you have a little extra time, you could think about volunteering to get to know folks, brush up on your skills, and make those local connections there on the installation. And so if you haven't been into the Military and Family Support Center, most of them offer personal and family life education, programs for single active duty, families, um, spouse groups or clubs, and all sorts of fun groups and clubs, you know, Mm -hmm. different subcategories, whether it's a book club or fitness or um, my last installation had a cooking one. And so (laughs) lots of great fun activities. And then there's those unit groups, you know, those family readiness groups that often get involved with the Military and Family Support Center as well. And they're offering information about what's going on in the unit, you know, deployment and training information, social activities to get the unit together and the families together or, you know, providing those workshops and those briefs to inform everyone, you know, what, what does happen in an emergency? You know, what is the, you know, the family center, where do we go to in an emergency or things like that? Um, Like you mentioned, the spouse education and career services, things for new parents and, you know, definitely exceptional family member program. There's, there's great support there as well. Mm -hmm. But also, There's other great places on the installation, too, some fun places. Um, Most installations may have a gym, bowling alleys, movie theaters, you know, craft shops, libraries. Um, My last installation in the craft shop, they had a 3D printer. And so they had classes you could go in there, make all sorts of cool stuff. But if you want, you can connect with your EFMP family support provider and they'll connect you to all these folks and all the different available programs on and off the installation. Mm -hmm. And... Don't feel like you have to be new in town to go stop by or to to pick up the phone and ask. Just pick up the phone today and ask. You know, even if you've been here, you know, for a year or two and you just haven't connected, you don't have to be new. Right. Um, but I do remember this one Marine. He would definitely help out the new folks. He would... Um, He'd always stop by to chat and he referred to himself as the self-proclaimed donut guy. Oh. And <laughs> there, was, there was a group of Marines who worked at a Navy base in Maryland and their closest Marine base was in Virginia. So although they took advantage of the services on the Navy installation, you know, he always wanted to introduce his new Marines to the Marine Corps family. Mm-hmm. So he'd 
when he had a few new Marines, he'd drive them over to our installation and he'd stop by the military and family support center and he'd walk them from door to door. And all the different programs would, you know, do an introduction, talk about their program and sometimes even do a one-on-one consultation right there on the Mm -hmm. spot if there was a connection or a need. Very good. And I really appreciated him for two reasons. Um, One, he'd bring, because he'd even bring the single Marines to the EFMP office Mm -hmm. so we could tell them about the program. And I really appreciated that because knowledge is key, especially when knowing how to help the person to your left and the person to your right. And I also appreciate him. Well, one, he brought donuts. He always brought donuts. (laughs) (laughs) And while the junior Marines were walking around from door to door, he'd sit in our office and he'd just, we'd eat donuts and chat. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Even he learned more about EFMP. And he even realized that he had a family member with a qualifying need. Mm -hmm. And so he got enrolled and they ended up PCSing. I think it was to Camp Lejeune. But he felt at ease knowing that when he did PCS, his wife's new medical condition was going to be supported at the new duty station. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know, I I love that story, Jen. You know, it is all about just asking the question. And Mm -hmm. I know specifically as a military spouse, and and I'm just going to, I'm going to foot stomp this. Okay, Jen, (laughs) because for (laughs) service members who are married, oh my goodness, it's so important to bring your spouse on the installation to meet people as well and to find Mm -hmm. out about those, about these programs. I, I know as a military spouse, I did not learn about many of the programs that are available to me until like 13 years into our marriage. And it was, and so, um, and so, and, and, you know, I don't fault him for it. Maybe I, maybe I should fault him, but, (laughs) but, but, um, and I am sure that there are many programs that he didn't know about either. And so that's why, uh, Jen, I love being a part of this, this podcast because it gives the opportunity for us to, to tell people about these great programs, whether they're on an installation, if they're not on an installation, there's also other resources you can tap into available in the local community. And, you know, many people may not know, but we have military one source state consultants. These are an extension Mm -hmm. of the military one source call center. These state consultants go out and give briefings and presentations on military one source. You may have seen them at Mm -hmm. a yellow ribbon event or a family day, and they can share about not again, not only resources that are available through military one source, but ones that they've identified in the local community to support service members and spouses as well. Absolutely. I know whenever we had the the family days at our installation and all the different resource tables were set up, we'd always ask the military one source folks to come out and, you know, bring their information and get an opportunity to face to face chat with all of the families right there on the installation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because knowing the resources or getting connected to the people who know the resources is just so helpful in creating this awesome mill life, right? Mm-hmm. And so it also sounds like it's a family affair. So Erica, what do you think about what's available for the military kids? Oh boy, military kids. So (laughs) I I will tell you this again, being a new military spouse, new mom, 
I learned real quickly that if my kids were not happy, the family wasn't happy either. Mm-hmm. So it's not, you know, it's it's important not just to prepare myself, but I had to focus on my kids too. And I remember, you know, being new to military life, it's so important to make sure that, you know, the kids have the support that they need mm-hmm. to ease that transition. And so, goodness, you know, not only, you know, the different resources that are available for, for kids, but activities. You've got the new school. Mm-hmm. And so there's so much that we can do to support our kids. And I remember specifically moving from Missouri to Pennsylvania. And our, we had been in Missouri for quite a bit of time. And then, you know, it they were younger then, so it wasn't as bad. But then I remember moving from Pennsylvania to Virginia and they were much older. And I, let me tell you, there were tears. There were, there were mm-hmm. tears. They did not want to leave Pennsylvania because they made all these, these connections. And so, um, for military families, it's, it's for those who move every few, few years, it does add a whole new complexity to military life. And I was thinking about having to sell my home and mm-hmm. packing and finding a new place and just the whole move. Jen, just the whole moving <laughs> process <laughs> itself is so stressful. You know, it's just so stressful. And then for kids, you know, finding new schools for kids and doctors and dentists, you know, that, that list is, it's, it's, it's so long. And then, you know, during your military member's career, you know, understanding that sometimes not everybody moves as a family. I know personally, mm-hmm. we made the decision to have us stay where, uh, in, in Missouri where, while my service member PCS and, and moved to different locations. He also went overseas for a stint there. But I wanted my children to be stable um, for mm-hmm. some time. And so, you know, they call this geo bachelor. So he was a geo bachelor for a little while, right? And so us as family members in one place and then the service member in another place, that was really challenging. Mm -hmm. And and I know, you know, every family member has to make that decision. It doesn't work for everybody, but you know, that's, it's a decision that we made. And so making sure that all of the family members stay connected and ensuring that we celebrate those special moments together, birthdays and, you know, all of the different um, holidays that uh, occur during the year. It was just so important to make sure that we stay connected. And so uh, I remember, you know, certainly even reuniting <laughs> with my service member when he came back home. That was a challenge in itself as well. And so, um, I, you know, I, I, I distinctly remember that reintegr- even that reintegration process uh, is it's it's very it can be challenging for families and so specifically for couples that's where you know you've got uh, counseling assistance that's available that reminds me of um, we have a, a campaign that's called Re the We specifically for relationships and hmm. um, what it does is it helps to sort of demystify what couples counseling looks like you know if you think about the Wizard of Oz right and like. <laughs> What's he doing behind the curtain? You know, what was he doing back there? <laughs> but this, you know, it it pulls back the curtain around what relationship counseling looks like. And so, you know, counselors, I mentioned the military and family life counselors who are out there supporting mm-hmm. our military community worldwide. You know, we have them on video, you know, through social media talking about what couples counseling looks like. So, you know, it, it demystifies it and hopefully encourages couples to seek 
support around their relationship, especially around communication. Absolutely. And I would think that communication is the key here. Mm -hmm. You know, talk to your spouse about what is or isn't working. Mm -hmm. Uh, Talk with the kids and keep them connected and involved in the conversation. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking whether it's taking care of you or whether you're a caregiver and you're taking care of your family, Enlisting help from your support system, mm-hmm. those those connections you make and those professionals you meet along the way, like how you just mentioned, the military family life counselors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it's so important to know about those resources that are available. I mentioned the, the RE, the WE, which encourages couples and others to seek counseling services. But I, I remember there was a military spouse who shared with me that every time her child moved to a new location, it just made her child very anxious. So literally Mm -hmm. at every move, their family went and sought counseling. And so absolutely counseling is, it's a a game changer for many people. Um, I personally have gone through counseling myself uh, as a family and it's, it's so, it's, it can be such a powerful tool to support the family. And so there's certainly non-medical counseling that's available through Military One Source and you can get counseling face-to-face, video, you know, chat, um, even by telephone. So there's not only individual counseling, but there's also family counseling to help to relieve those life stressors. And by the way, all all for free. And Jen, if I could just take a moment, I want to share a story if, if I could. Sure, um, sure. So we had a spouse who came to Military One Source and reported just feeling very overwhelmed after completing her first uh, permanent change of station move or PCS move to a new duty location. So her service member was about to leave for deployment and Mm -hmm. she was experiencing challenges in locating services for her two children with autism. And so now this was during a time that's sort of at the height of COVID where there were many uh, closures and service limitations and stuff. She was really having a hard time connecting with her family center on base. So again, she called Military One Source and got connected with our EFMP ROC special needs consultant, explained uh, what, you know, she was looking for. And the EFMP ROC special needs consultant explained what services were available, like applied behavioral analysis or ABA. And they conducted a three-way call to TRICARE to confirm eligibility and locate providers. And then the consultant also contacted the EFMP family support provider at the Mm -hmm. spouse's installation and conducted a warm transfer. So, you know, earlier we were talking about that Mm -hmm. team of people, right? And so that's where military one source can really make the help make those connections. And so the EFMP Rock Special Needs Consultant also located local support groups for parents of children with autism and link the spouse to a support group for spouses of deployed service members. And they all met virtually. This is what I love about virtual now Mm -hmm. is that you really can be anywhere in the world and meet with people. And after a month, the spouse thanked the EFMP Rock special needs consultant for really just having been there and for, Mm -hmm. and, and she 
reported feeling a lot more confident in making this new place their home. And so um, she also confirmed that her boys were scheduled to receive autism services in just a few weeks. So again, it's all about the connections, asking for help, and you know just knowing what resources are available. That makes me so happy to hear, Erica. I think that story really reaffirms who the EFMP Rock special needs consultants are, that they're an extension of family support and they work as a team with the Mm -hmm. EFMP family support providers on the installation and other providers like how you mentioned at TRICARE. So you're right, there's, there's a lot going on. Um, During a PCS, there's a lot going on for military families with special needs, especially during that PCS. Mm -hmm. Moving is chaotic and stressful, but you know there are things you just have to put in place. You just have to. There's setting up medical care. There's setting up schools, child care, you know, you name it. But there's some great resources out there to help. EFMP and me has checklists. I love checklists. <laughs> I always feel like I know I'm going to forget something when Absolutely. there's so much going on. Mm-hmm. That's me. And so a checklist uh, is so great. It's better than the post-it notes I have all over my kitchen table. <laughs> the checklist <laughs> will really help you stay organized. And also on Military One Source, there's an education directory for children with special needs. Mm-hmm. And you can look up the special education resources where you are now or where you're moving to. Mm-hmm. And there's also a helpful article on Military One Source about advanced enrollment. So that's where several states have signed on to let military families enroll their children in school in advance without having that proof of residency yet. And that's particularly really important for military families if they have children with um, individualized education programs or IEPs to be able to make sure there's a smooth transition of those special education services. And, you know, for sure, those EFMP family support providers, they're rocking it. They're Mm -hmm. rocking it at the installation. If the family wants, they can reach out to their EFMP family support provider and ask for help during that move. Mm -hmm. Just, hey, we we know we have these orders. This is where we're going. And they can work together with that provider for PCS transition assistance in the form of a warm handoff to the gaining installation. And so they're going to get connected with the professionals like the next EFMP family support provider, maybe the school liaison or the professionals who are on the ground to provide that information and support about childcare or employment. Uh, it's so great to be able to start setting that up in advance and know you're already making those connections and building that team before you even get there. Mm-hmm. You know, Jen, I, my goodness, I mean, we just, We've just talked about so many different resources, right? (laughs) There's so much out there. And I I will tell you, one of the the biggest hurdles that we need to overcome is really getting the word out about these various resources that are available to military family members. We found that families who learn uh, about systems in place and take advantage of them, they really are thriving in military life. And so there really is help available for every stage of military life. So again, um, we got to get this word out, Jen. And it just really, again, thank you so much for this opportunity to be a part of this, to, uh, to talk about those resources. Right, right. Absolutely. And 
It's like the the donut guy I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. I love that he got his Marines in the door. Now mm-hmm. the next step is it's on you to keep it up. All right. Sign up for those email lists. Follow on social media. Read the e-newsletter or stop by again because... I've noticed the programs are constantly evolving. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to miss out on new program enhancements, connections, or opportunities. Even EFMP has evolved. I mm-hmm. was talking to Jonathan in just the last episode of this podcast series, and he mentioned how his family experience with EFMP changed over the years. He mm-hmm. saw the program evolved and his experience changed. And he talked about building that relationship, showing up and talking about his family. Mm-hmm. And he mentioned how his two youngest were enrolled in the program, but it's not like he only talked about them and only talked about their appointments. He talked about his injury and how he had a medical retirement coming up and, mm-hmm. you know, just just things that were going on in, in his military life. And so EFMP was able to provide a warm handoff to where he was going to move to for retirement mm-hmm. and connect him to those resources that maybe he hadn't considered because there was just so much going on for him and his family at the time. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Talk about so much going on (laughs) with regard to transition out of the military. I remember when my husband came to me and said, you know, I just dropped my retirement papers. And I was like, what? 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 what, what? Hold on a second. (laughs) What are you talking about? I'm just now, you know, really, you know, in a groove and, you know, these, you know, these these resources. And now you're telling me you're getting out. What's going on here? And so, boy, but, you know, that transition is never too early to start planning. In fact, Mm -hmm. you know, many experts suggest that you start planning for a transition when you enter the military and just, (laughs) you know, and keep updating your plan throughout your service just because of what you said. Things continue to evolve and your programs and services continue to evolve. And if you are a family who's enrolled in EFMP, future planning may be even more important. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you're just out a couple years from your transition, we encourage you to start talking to people and exploring transition resources to help you firm up your plan. And please don't forget Military OneSource is still available to support our military families up to one year after transition. That's perfect advice, Erica. And we actually get to talk with Melinda in the next episode. And I know we'll we'll delve into separation and retirement transition even further. And there's definitely more information with those checklists on EFMP and me too. Mm-hmm. And so Erica, this has been a great discussion. That was an awesome ride. I definitely <laughs> I definitely learned something new as we followed your journey joining the military spouse community. And then I don't want to say leaving the military spouse mm-hmm. community because you never really no. leave it. Those <laughs> connections are forever, but I'll say transitioning to a new civilian yes, lifestyle. Absolutely. We've come full circle, Jen. <laughs> absolutely. Erica, this has been a great discussion. And again, thank you for joining me today and just sharing your knowledge and your resources and your firsthand experience of military life. I'm sure many of our listeners can definitely relate. Jen, I hope so. And again, thank you so much for the opportunity. You know, we talked about so many different resources as a part of this podcast. And I just want to remind those who are listening that Military One Source is available 24 7, mm-hmm. no matter, you know, what the need is. If you don't even know where to start, 
you can certainly start with Military One Source and we'll get you connected, whether that's to the installation or maybe that's a resource that's available in the local community. But it starts with just the ask. And you know what? We'll answer, Jen. So again, thank you so much for the opportunity. Absolutely. And that's a great parting piece of advice. I highly recommend going on Military One Source and even checking out EFMP and me because there are some great checklists to visit for more information related to today's topics. And that includes a checklist about advocating on behalf of your child, building a support system, organizing for success, getting assistance, and what is EFMP and how can it help? So there's so many checklists on EFMP and me. Please go check those out. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. Please continue to grow your village, connect with others, and share resources like this podcast to those you think may benefit. And make sure to connect with your EFMP family support provider to make those connections and grow that village. Again, I want to thank Erica for being such a fabulous guest in today's episode, and please tune in next time. You've been listening to a podcast for families enrolled in EFMP, brought to you by the Office of Special Needs and Military One Source. Come back and catch our episode on preparing for separation or retirement. I'm Jen Wong. Thanks for listening.